Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey everybody, welcome to Bermanology on LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. We are in Greenwood, Indiana, the home of Center Grove High School, the home of, I believe, the nation's highest ranked long snapper, <laughs> yes, Caden Curry, uh, who is, as we've talked about on a number of different Letterman Row platforms before, one of the Buckeyes' top priorities in the class of 2022, and uh, a player that he was just featured on the list on Letterman Row on Friday. So uh, for, for Caden, thanks for taking time, man. I know that the recruiting process has been arduous. Uh, it has been a, mm-hmm. a, let's call it what it is. Does it feel like it's sort of been a waste of time so far because you're just kind of stuck in neutral? I mean, yeah, definitely. It's been really hard. I mean, can't go anywhere, can't see anything. And uh, so it's kind of been just repetitive. It's been the same thing over and over, but I'm hoping to get out there soon. So you are here at Center Grove. You just won a state championship. You uh, are actually ranked as the number seven or something defensive tackle in the country. Um, you, the, the college football playoff was a, a Caden Curry playoff. It was Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, which even though you haven't released an official top whatever, those four schools are going to be in whatever top whatever you'd release. Mm-hmm. How hard has it been, Caden, to start really building what you feel are true relationships in this process? Because clearly you could talk to anybody on Zoom or and feel like, hey, this guy is cool, but he could be texting someone else right down here, right? I mean, definitely it's been really nice to meet new people and find new relationships with other people and learn new things. I mean, it's been definitely been a blessing to meet all these coaches, but I mean, yeah, just meeting new people and finding new friends has definitely been fun. I, I don't want to make grandiose leaps of assumption or whatever, but I want to talk about five specific schools that you're interested in. Obviously, Letterman Row, we cover Ohio State, so we'll start there. 
How has the relate? Last time you were on my show was in uh, the first week of September, so yeah, right after the, um, the 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 communication period opened up, things were were just starting to pick up with other schools. But Ohio State's been there all along. How is it actually? Has it improved since then? And if so, why? I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've always had a always been top of my list. They've always been there for me, and they always just help me. And uh, I mean, they definitely made it a lot easier in the recruiting process. They make it a lot easier to find things out about the school and uh, it's definitely been nice. Is there something unique about their coaching staff and either the way that they approach you, the the message that they have for you, the way they intend to use you? I mean, what is it that makes a school that you've never been to stay so at the top of your list for so long? I mean, they kind of just help me out. They tell me where I want to play and they tell me how I'd play it. And then just seeing that and then just the coach is being laid back and not being all up on me and just texting me like whenever they want me to be free and then just been whatever I want. It's all on my time. Uh, another school that's been mentioned a lot with you is Clemson. They were they had just offered back when we talked the, the last time on the show. How has the relationship with Todd Bates and the Clemson staff, Brent Venables, how has that grown since then? And what is it about their style of defense that catches your attention? I mean, they definitely play fast on defense. I mean, I love seeing them play, but then just meeting the coaches, I mean, I've gotten to know a lot of them now, I've known all of them, and uh, just getting on Zooms with them, talking to them more, and it's been better to get to know them more. And uh, just seeing their facilities and all their academics, it's been nice to look at all of it. The national champion, Alabama Crimson Tide, is another team that is very much involved in your recruitment. Again, you haven't been there. What is, they basically changed their entire defensive staff yeah. and the entire coaching staff a week ago or whatever, two weeks ago, except for Nick Saban. But when you're talking about Alabama, it's kind of Nick Saban that matters, I think more than anything. How has he been able to bridge the gap with this coaching transition and this staff transition to, to make sure that the new staff is like, understands that you're still a priority? I mean, I definitely think he made it clear to those coaches that I'm pretty high up there because they all, reached out to me early and they all kind of talked to me and they all kind of introduced themselves and it was kind of nice meeting all of them and uh, he kind of take it he took it pretty nice and he made it really easy for to meet him. The local school I guess we can say that times two the local school <laughs> number one is Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, the Irish have been involved they lost their defensive coordinator Clark Lee goes to Vanderbilt takes over the head coaching spot there Marcus Freeman who Buckeyes fans are very familiar with he played at Ohio State and was a former Buckeye captain is now the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. And if I'm incorrect, tell me I'm tell me I'm dumb. But like I think that it seemed like Notre Dame became more interested in you when Marcus Freeman took over. Definitely. Why? I don't know. I I've talked to Coach Freeman a bunch and he definitely said he liked my style probably more than the other coaches. But uh I mean he definitely sees more in me than the other guys did and uh he likes it. So I mean it's nice talking to him. Is there a specific role change that maybe he sees differently than, than Clark Lee did? Uh, he, Clark Lee saw me playing uh, nose guard, and then he sees me playing uh, outside. Okay. Do you have a preference? I mean, do you want – I mean, I, we've talked about this before. Mm. You're listed as a defensive tackle, but you're, you know, you're six foot four and a half, 255, 260 pounds. So it's not like you're a traditional three-tech mm -hmm. at this point. You could be a Nick Bosa-esque type defensive end at six foot four, 260 mm who plays some knows, but you know, do you have a preference? I mean, I definitely see my game is mostly about my speed and I play strong and fast. So, I mean, I definitely like to see myself on the edge, but I mean, I can play the inside too. I like all the positions. The, the fifth school I want to talk about is Indiana. That's, you know, down the road, the Hoosiers have, I don't think people have really ever given them a, 
a true fighting chance in your recruitment. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm reading the wrong things or hearing the wrong things. But they're, they're in there, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, uh, what makes Tom Allen's program one that is intriguing to you, as a, especially as a kid from Indiana? I mean, the last three years, Coach Allen's definitely done a great job with this program, and he's definitely made it closer, and it's really tight, I feel like. When I go, when I went down there to visit, it was actually my only, one of my only two visits. Yeah. I got down there and to watch the game, and they definitely were all close as a team. They're all close together, and it felt like they definitely loved each other. Is that, you know, when you talk about, like, those bonds that you form on a team, one of the, the real problems with the dead period continuing the way it is, is that you guys haven't had a chance to get around the country and be around other dudes, right? Mm-hmm, like, definitely. so we know that there's group text messages and Snapchats and DMs and all that, but that's not the same thing mm. as real, like, hey, how do we vibe in person? Is there a, a guy or two in this class, not necessarily for Ohio State, but anywhere? Who, who are the kids around the country that you're like, yo, that is the guy I really feel a bond with? Um, I mean, I talked to Tave and he's at my school. I mean, me and him have been close since kindergarten probably. And uh, I mean, we've always played together, but I also talked to Dasan. Me and him talk a lot. We've got a good connection. And uh, I mean, honestly, those two have talked a lot. So Dasan McCullough, who's now at Bloomington South High School, originally he was in Kansas. His dad took a job with the Indiana Hoosiers. Dasan and his brother moved to Bloomington. And that had to have been a weird couple days, right? Because for a moment, after the last six months of him trying to recruit you, there was a moment when you were trying to recruit Dasan, right? Oh, yeah. I definitely tried to get him to come here. I mean, how so how different times. is your defense if you have Dasan McCullough? I mean, definitely takes big step in our secondary. I mean, we definitely probably will be weak on our secondary this year if we have him. It definitely make a big difference. You've got, um, you've got to start thinking, it, and you hate to even suggest it, but the way things are going with the dead period, it's supposed to end May 31st, but it was supposed to end four or five yeah. other times previous. You are not a kid that is going to jump and make a decision without visiting schools right definitely and that's everyone pretty much understands that mm-hmm. but what if you can't visit anywhere ever what happens if that dead period goes to august and then september and then december it, how do you how do you find it possible to make a decision i mean me and my parents talk about it if that happened i mean we definitely just think we'll just go out and we'll drive around the campuses and see which ones we like and then definitely Try to find as much information as possible. Is there a plan to do that? So some of the local schools, like in the spring, just to get a feel for the cities and the campuses, even though you know you can't talk to coaches while yeah. you're there. I mean, I'm definitely going to try to go to, I mean, I try to talk to some coaches about if I could go to the spring game, even though I'm not a recruit at the spring game, I can still just go to it. I've talked to some coaches about doing that. And uh, I mean, I'm hoping I'm getting to some so I can get to some colleges, watch those. Yeah, I think there's an interesting loophole there because obviously recruits are not allowed to be there on visits. But if the schools are allowed to host fans for the spring game, then there certainly shouldn't be any reason you couldn't go be there, Mm -hmm. Um, which I guess, you know, we'll we'll find out how individual schools handle that. This is part of the entire problem with the NCAA right now is there is no grand oversight and there is no like larger committee to say okay well this is actually not possible because if you wanted to go see notre dame and clemson play last year you could have you know what i mean and and that's that to me maybe i'm maybe i'm just a baby i don't know but to me that seems wrong yeah it seems unfair that there are conferences where it's not allowed and conferences where there are but i digress you know for for you caden like where do Okay, so let's fast forward, right? Let's say today is December 18th or whatever day signing day is. You're getting ready to enroll early at school two weeks later. Mm-hmm. How? Where do you go? If you had to pick today, I'm putting you on the spot. 
pick today. Tomorrow is when you enroll. Is And I'm going to say this because this is what I think is happening. I think that there are kids like you, and again, tell me if I'm an idiot, that have been to a couple places. And I, I think the interesting thing is whether or not where you've been automatically makes you more comfortable or if because of the free transfer possibilities that are coming up, mm. the one-time free transfer, yeah. that if it makes you guys more willing to take a chance, which way do you think kids will go? I, we'll take you off the spot about your own personal choice, but which way do you think kids are more likely to go? Um, I mean, I definitely could see kids going either way. I could see kids wanting to stay close to home and just wanting to play for the play for the city because they've had the COVID and they couldn't go anywhere to see anything. And this is the one that they know is the one that they're close to. And uh, but I could also see kids trying to go out and then try to achieve more than themselves and thinking they can go play bigger. So honestly, I think they can go either way. Are you? I mean, this is going to sound like a, a weird question and. That's what I'm all about today, apparently. If, if To play at a place like Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson or Notre Dame and even Indiana to a degree, you have to be a very different type of kid, right? You have to be extremely confident in yourself, but you also have to be extremely willing to be a part of something bigger than you. Do you find in talking to kids around the country that there is a certain dynamic or a certain personality type that all of you sort of have? I mean, we definitely all have confidence. I mean, whenever we step on the field, you can tell we all just know we're going to make the play and we're all just going to play to the very end and we're going to be better than everybody else in the field because we've just always thought about that. So we have the confidence of it. We don't brag about it. We just have the confidence. Yeah. Have you become a better golfer? <laughs> uh, I mean, with this weather I haven't, but uh, my friend has a simulator, so I'm getting pretty better. I mean, when we talked last time, you had just picked up the sport and yeah. you said you broke a couple drivers. And so I figured I'd check in and see if, you know, I didn't bring my clubs, but you know, it is a nice day. We could probably hit a, a couple yeah. wedges out here. But, um, you know, anyway, there's a lot of time left. What do you see happening? I mean, is it a matter of, okay, dead period. Let's say it does end in May. Do you feel confident that you'd be able to make a decision by the time your senior season starts? Um, I mean, definitely I have a pretty strong idea where I'm going to make my decision. So I think, yeah, I do have a, I'd have a decision by then. When are you cutting things down? I mean, again, we talked about five specific schools. There could be others on the list that I'm, I'm ignoring or that I'm uh, unaware of, but that seems to be a, a solid starting point for you. Mm. Is there anything else, any other school that you're like, okay, I, this is one I really want to see? I mean, I've kind of got the schools out where I'm like, obviously I don't see myself playing there. I've got those schools out of the way. And then I definitely just, I've, kind of taking like research I have to look over to see if I could see myself playing there and then see if I would I mean I've talked to a coach and the coach told me he said freshman year you get to picture yourself your freshman year if you snapped your ACL would you still want to go there for the next four years yeah and then so I mean I definitely took that into consideration I've just looked at schools like that so like if would I like it if I didn't play football here is what is the I mean what's the vibe that you want I mean you're 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 a stone's throw away from Indianapolis yeah. right you're a, a, a stone's throw away from Bloomington it's two very different types of places you yeah. have the city life you have the college town life have you found that there's one or two things about each place that you like or is it like hey I, I want to be in a city I want I mean what matters to you I'm pretty open I mean definitely just having that football vibe in the city and just playing for a lot of fans and just having fun honestly well, hopefully you get a chance to make those visits uh, sometime this summer because clearly uh, it is going to be a much harder decision mm -hmm. for you and for everyone else in your class uh, if you don't. So uh, thank you, Caden Curry, for taking time to visit with Bermanology. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This is Letterman Rowe. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll be back next week with another guest. Thank you. 
Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-420-47 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.